Sometimes you have to record a podcast, you don't know what it's gonna be. Turns out it was a different film than we intended to see. So we just made another one. It's all going wrong, much like this episode. The podcast is called Heard You Saw. We're gonna get all up in this up in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Put that exactly. table in front of me. Yeah. Give me, give me mm. that yeah. Gonna do it. Gonna have ourselves a fucking podcast about a movie. Okay. So before we even get into anything, I feel like we need to at least inform the viewer that the movie we just watched was actually the third choice. <laughs> For, oh, no, two, bringing this up. for two oh, other no. forthcoming um, episodes, which I won't name what they are, because we want to keep sure, like, yeah. a little bit of suspense, but they were like very different sorts of films. So it's yeah. been, you know, we watched one and we got 15 minutes in and Shay's internet fell over, which was unfortunate. Because that film was fucking incredible. incredible. <laughs> 15 well, look, minutes. Look forward to that podcast, because it will be... Three hour film. Oh, three hours. It was... It was an incredible 15 minutes. There was a lot in there. It was... <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. But here's the thing. Look forward to that podcast, which will probably be probably just me and Shay. Maybe housemates of mine? Yeah, maybe. I feel like Callum would be... Yeah, Callum will be in for it. And mostly us just going, ah! But um, we didn't watch that. And then the backup film we went to was too intense and too deeply pointed and personal and unfriendly. For the sort of, you know, letdown of not being able to watch the film we'd intended to watch in the first place. So we went to the backup backup. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and now here we are, having watched that. So, welcome back to Heard You Saw. Um, I'm joined today by Shay. Hello there. And it's just me and Shay. It's one of the weird casts, because no one else comes on these ones except us. Hey, for some reason, <laughs> people don't want to watch intense masterpieces that last three hours long, or or creepy, dread-filled anime. No, no. People, or, or, or Elvis Joyce, the weird Stephen Chow comedy. What the fuck are you doing, Stephen? What are you doing? Titled... Journey to the yes, West. Yes, Journey to the West, based on the um, famous Chinese legend of the Journey into the West by a Buddhist monk, Sanzo the Buddhist monk, accompanied by three demons, Sun Wukong, Cho Hakai, and, and Sha Gojo, the water demon, the pig demon, and the monkey king. So, this movie's not about that, really. Just head straight up, up out, the, out the gate. Nah, no. that's not what this is about. We, okay, we gotta begin with one-line hot takes. Oh. I don't know how to one-line hot take this shit, but I'll give it a go. Do you want me to go first, or shall I? Go ahead. Go um, ahead. You want a nice send-off to your girl? Wham! She's exploded! <laughs> That's my one-line hot take. Um, Either that or just Doom Train Crew. Mine is... <laughs> um, I am not enlightened. I... No, no way, no. So this, I, I, you, st- I, you cannot name greater and lesser loves, but I, I will say this is a lesser love yeah. for me. This film, <laughs> this is, this is definitely when it's there was a, love is not even the right word. It's just lesser. There was a point where I felt like this movie was gonna stick the landing, 
there was a point. And then it didn't. Then it really super didn't. Super hard. It like exploded its shins out through its kneecaps going, Fuck! Oh God! It just... And then it was a prequel. It's a prequel. It's an origin story. Um, you are... So I, I don't... I didn't catch the names of all the different people, but main main protagonist... Main boy, Chen. Turns up to a village with a water demon... And he is like, I'm going to use nursery rhymes to defeat a demon and save the people. I want to awaken the goodness in this demon's heart. Beautiful singing voice. Yes. Lady demon hunter comes, defeats the water demon, goes, I'm really badass. And hey, I think, you know, we're into each other, right? And main protagonist is like, no, I don't think so. No, I think you're wrong on that front. Cut to... Alright, well, let's talk about this sequence. Cause... Are we going to the pig guy, or are we going to... Yeah, the to... pig guy. Because oh, first he visits his, <laughs> oh, master. Yeah, his master. He's master. He has a big cry! Oh, he and he's so sweet! Oh. Okay, so yeah. Chen is such a good boy. So, so like, good boy. I will say, that I feel like the character of Chen, prior to the end, because we'll get to the end, but, like, he he's such a nice guy. And, like, just a nice protagonist who doesn't want to really fight. He wants to defend people. But he wants to do it through music and love and bringing out the goodness in things. Yeah, okay, let's just say that. The premise is, uh, let's because I want to talk about Chen, because Chen's my boy. Chen's everyone's Chen, boy. He's uh, such Chen, a sweet boy. So I want to just talk about that for the whole podcast. Let's go for it. Let's go so for let's Chen. just quickly break out the premise, which yeah, is, yeah, 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 Chen yeah. is a demon hunter who just wants to bring out the good in the demons. Yep. Um, but there's Lady Demon Hunter. Doa. Doa, who um, really loves Chen. But, but also really loves killing demons. But is very violent and killing demons, yeah. So she's constantly trying to give with Chen, and Chen is thinking he must get to a greater love, a greater Buddhist love. A and sense keeps, of enlightenment. A sense of enlightenment, and keeps rejecting her advances as they go hunt for the different demons, mainly a pig demon. Anyway, that's the premise. Yeah. Let's talk about Let's Chen. Let's rock and roll. M- my, my boy, oh, my pretty boy Chen. He's so beautiful. This is this is the main positive about this film is pretty boy Chen. Oh. And a lot of like, like gazing at Chen. Oh, Chen. And about how hot he is. Oh, Chen's so pretty. <laughs> and so sweet. And so hot. And, and great sweet. hair. Oh, so, okay, so you introduced to him and he's got this amazing like puffy head of hair. Oh, oh. Some, oh. some of the thirst is quite real on there's, our end here. There's a lot of thirst for Chen. Yeah. I mean, we don't, we can't really, what, here's the thing. Doa's interaction with him is like, she's like, haha, you're dumb and a shitty demon hunter. And then he kind of sort of saves her in their first encounter with the pig demon. And she's like, I'm in love with you now. Yeah. And he's like, I, no, thank you. It's weird because she gets naked, like instantly. Yeah. He's like a bit embarrassed and a little attracted because yeah. he gets to know me. He's like, "Oh, she's but an she's, attractive lady." She's like, "Oh, this is just part of the job. I need you to do this thing." But I think it's the nosebleed that makes her go, "Oh, you're into me, and now I'm gonna reciprocate way, way too hard. hard." Yeah, way too hard. <laughs> and and the the thing is, we were like, "Oh, she, you know." Initially, she's like, "Hey, I want you to kiss me," and he's like, "No, no, no, no," and and that's fine. That's all okay. It's a misunderstanding. Whatever. So then Chen goes back to his master. Is all like, I I couldn't beat the pig demon, and I couldn't, you know, I I want to know how to do good demon hunting, and his master says, you got to go find the monkey king, dude. He he's sealed up in in Five Finger Mountain. Um, you can go find him uh, if you go that way. And he's like, I'm gonna go do that. And so here's the here's the scene that really sort of 
where the movie took a turn. Okay. And initially I was like, oh, okay, this is a good turn. Then we take another turn later, which I feel was a bad turn. Okay. Like, the good, t- the, the t- first turn was like, he's walking through the forest, and a fucking doom train rolls through. <laughs> and, like, a bunch of dudes with, like, weapons and shit are all like, hey, we're demon hunters from the west, and we're here to kill demons and demon hunters, and they've captured Doa. And they're, like, just fucking murdering dudes, and there's fucking comedic amounts of blood flying everywhere. And she, they're going to kill Chen, and she's all like, no, 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 he's not a demon hunter, he's my husband. He's just a, a music teacher. And they're like, fucking prove that shit. And she's like, he's got a book of 300 nursery rhymes on his person right the fuck now. And they take it out, and they're all like, okay, he's a music teacher, we don't believe you're a couple. You should, you should fucking have sex in front of us. Yeah. And we're like, this is a turn. And then they go like, do it, fuck him. Uh, and he's like, I don't want to have sex with you. And she's like, what do you mean? Uh, like, just, it's fine. Like, we need to do this or live. And then one of them's like, oh, maybe it's a bit weird. Like, shut up. They stab him in the head. Like, blood shoots out of his brain. And it's like crazy. And then she's all like, look, just, and then she tears open her, her she, she pulls her hands apart, which have apparently been nailed together. She parts her hands to like, help him take his clothes off. And he's like, um, hold on. And she's like, oh, oh no, oh no. And she tries to pretend that her hands are not, are, are in fact nailed together. He's like, just pulls the fake ends of the nails off. It turns out, that's Doa's, like, family gang, who live on the Doom Train. And that was all an entrapment thing to try and get Chen. Yeah, not, not cool, Doa. Yeah, not cool. Not, not cool. Not informed consent, just like, hey man, just... Maybe be, come on a little more softly. Maybe, you know, maybe have a conversation. You, I don't know, you know, I mean, like, yeah. So that's the first term where I'm like, okay, this isn't actually going to be about, like, necessarily in the same way. That it's not going to be about Chen trying to find his enlightenment and defeating the demons. It's going to be more focusing on the relationship between Chen and Doa. And I'm like, okay, that's a turn. But I'm kind of like, maybe uh, if you handle this well, Stephen, if you, if you handle this well, Stephen... This could be quite interesting. Uh, and then, <laughs> some hijinks happen. Chen does a sexy dance. Well, wait, yeah, well, wait, okay. Do you want well, to talk well, about well, the sexy well, dance? Yeah, because we, like... Let me pull myself I, some more I was wine. like, I just want to break out the premise so we can just talk about Chen, because I don't care about the film. Tell <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, 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 before we go any further, can I just say, would you recommend watching this film? Yes, no. No. Okay, me neither. I'd be like, if you're a big Stephen Chow fan... Maybe it's. I, I think Whoa. yeah. If you like Stephen Chow's brand of humor, then yes, like kind of like don't don't go out of your way to watch it. But it's not it's Kung not, Fu Hustle. No, it's not Shaolin Soccer. But it's not CJ Seventeen or whatever the Alien film is. It's it's better than that. It's more interesting than that, certainly. Um, it's not. I don't like care for Shaolin Soccer. I like Shaolin, Soccer, but it's fine. But yeah. And this is below Shaolin this, Soccer. I will agree that, you know, I like Shaolin Soccer more than you, but I would agree that this is definitely sub-Shaolin yeah. Soccer levels. I mean, this is more weird. We just, stop, stop, stop trying to change the subject. Yeah, we're talk tr- about Chen and his sexy dance. We're trying to talk about Pretty Boy Chen. Pretty Boy okay? Chen. God. Go off, Shay. Yes, okay, so. So, as I said before, he has a little cry about... He, he, he feels really bad that he couldn't save everyone, and you're like, oh, he's such a sweetie, because he just wants to save everyone. Yes, he and saved a baby. He saved a baby, baby, but wasn't it, wasn't, it wasn't enough. Oh, and it's so sweet. 
Because he didn't save a little girl. This film kills a little girl straight out of the bat. It's pretty, like, like bold. There was, like, a thought where we were like, maybe she's just been carried away. And she, nope, she's gone. Nope, she's dead. And her mum, um, too. So and her dad. Whole family. Babies. Babies alive, though. Yeah, that wasn't their baby. That was a different family's baby. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. I wasn't concentrating. He was pretty. <laughs> um, okay, so Chen... Ah. So Chen gets captured by Doa and her gang and put in a jail. And Doa's sister goes, well, maybe he's not into you because you're not feminine enough. And it's a bit like, oh, no, this is not great. But, so, Doa's sister goes, I'll put this um, charm on you that all the moves I do, your body will copy. Yeah. So. I will say before, just before we go, I will say, while it's like sort of, oh, she's not very ladylike, I did quite like the, the what became a slight running gag of her going, the only thing that I know how to do is martial arts. Yeah. Like, I don't know flirting. I don't know femininity. I don't know basic human interaction, as is clear from this movie. Like, all yeah. she knows is... Woo, woo, which yeah, I, quite, I found quite and funny. And to be fair, I found, that, like... That scene was, like, kind of well done in, like... Because then it takes a comedic turn. Like, oh, it's the not, fucking guy with the, the blood. The, the comedic turn isn't, oh, oh look yeah. at her act feminine and her kind of... Yeah, it's more the about act, the, the situation itself. Yeah. And the hijinks. The hijinks. So essentially, it goes wrong for some reason that we will get to. I'm sure Nick will want to I talk about I want to talk about, about Bloodman. Yeah. <laughs> it goes wrong for Bloodman reasons. Yes. We're, we're seeding that. For you. <laughs> oh, Bloodman was great. <laughs> um, Look at him go. <laughs> but the, the charm falls onto Chen. And Chen, uh, Doa's other gang come... Doa leaves and Doa's other gang comes in, but now the charm is on Chen. Yeah. So Doa's sister starts doing some sexy dancing, and I know it's supposed to be funny that Chen's doing the sexy dancing, but oh damn! Boy it's, has moves. Oh fuck! It's <laughs> really hot. It's it's very light. I'm just it's, it's just like so so hot, and like the two guys, you can't tell if they're like. I think they're supposed to be out, but they seem very much, like, repressed, and they're like, yeah. oh, it's too sexy, I can't handle it. Well, they even come back to, like, the, the guy who played Taylor in Kung Fu Hustle. Yeah. Um, like, the later He's on... He's a very the... coded queer in Kung Fu Hustle. Yes, um, but later on in the same film, when he meets Pr Prince Important... Prince Important, yeah. <laughs> and Prince Important is just, like, needs, wants to, like, hit on someone. Yeah. And Doa rejects him. His, her sister rejects him, so he hits on Taylor. And Taylor's like, I've never been with a man before, but be gentle with me. And it's, like, clear that his experience with Chen has woken up something inside of him, which I'm like, that's all right. That's nice. Chen did, Chen, Chen did, brought the goodness out with he, his he sexy... He taught him the greater oh. love. Um... So maybe just try and find that clip on YouTube it's, it, of Chen dancing. Oh yeah, that I would highly recommend. Um, I, I would say that like, up until like the third act, this movie is entirely worth watching. It, it it's it's alright. Yeah, it's, like, it's, oh, it's not amazing, right. but it's like if it's on TV, or it's never going to be on TV in the West. What am I saying? Um, Jesus, imagine yeah, we watched like, a terrible form. dub oh. version. That was the only available version. It didn't help the experience, no. but equally. I mean, Stephen Chow's films are very, very Dola physical. Dola sounded like Lindsay Ellis, which is not, <laughs> that's the closest voice comparison. Why won't he? Oh, no, I can't. That was that was coming out as fucking like Jerry Seinfeld. Why won't he marry me? 
what's the deal with these demon hunters? <laughs> they want to be so enlightened. I wanted to feed a pig demon. Ah. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> I sound better, not good. No, it's it's been a night, you yeah, know. I'm, I'm, night. I'm drinking wine. That's what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> so, like, yeah, th this is the thing, though. I I I was all about like. Right up until the point when fucking random animal kung fu man. Yeah, Chen, uh, so Chen's hot and sweet and innocent. And yeah. I just want to say he's sweet and innocent and he's very like, he's very much in that same Stephen Chow kind of sidekick kind of way of being like kind of dumb, but yeah. being sweet about it. Being good natured. He wants he's to do good. He's good natured, but he's a, a bit dumb at the same time. A little bit like naive, I A feel. little bit naive, yeah. yeah. And he trusts his master, even though his master might be a little bit of a charlatan. Maybe? <laughs> Query? Yeah. You want to eat this goose leg? No. <laughs> I do not. Um, but the, the, the thing is, is that like, I'm like, okay, so maybe this is going to be him going on his journey to find the Monkey King with Doa and her gang of supporting characters, including Bloodman. So Bloodman... I, I have to talk about Blood Man because this is a great little running bit. Yeah, you set it up that so when the when <laughs> they pretend to capture Chen that they cut someone's head open and blood spurts out in a comedic fa in like comedic shooting everywhere like you know yeah. fucking three feet of blood in comedic old Quentin Tarantino would have an erection for yes. spurting bone so after I'm sorry, no, not spurting blood not spurting <laughs> I'm, I'm still thinking about Chen <laughs> are you spurting boners right now Shane <laughs> just everywhere <laughs> so um, after um, Chen has figured out that it's all a trick and they lock him in the wooden cage Doa and her gang sit around and have a little meeting. Mostly Doa to just give out about how Chen have, doesn't like yeah. me. They have a debrief of what Yeah, happen, just like, like, so, none of that works. And during it, this one guy, the guy who got his head open, the blood jets on his body are just constantly going. And they're like, can you, can you turn that off? He's like, no, it's broken. I can't get it off and it won't shut off. Which means in every scene he's in... Moving forward, he's just shooting blood in all directions. It's fucking hilarious. Like, it's really good. And they're discussing Chen's character. And he says, the thing is, though, he's a good guy, but he's clearly a bit dumb. And Doa says, is he dumber than you? And he sits there and goes, hmm, as blood, <laughs> like, just going everywhere. And he goes, yeah, he's dumber than me. And you're like, oh, this is... Like, that was great! Like, if it was a movie of just Chen trying to do the good thing and Doa and her shitty gang following him around, like, fucking yeah. Team Rocket style, yeah. trying to nab his Pikachu, I eat his dick. And, like, you know, Jesus. doing all that. <laughs> oh, well, when I, when I do some thirst, it's bad. When Shay's all like, I just want to think about Chen and stream boners everywhere. <laughs> My boner coming was accidental. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's because I've got the intention to talk <laughs> you, about you, Chen's dick. <laughs> you just, you just like Pikachu. You gotta <laughs> capture that Pikachu. Pikachu! Oh, Jesus. Okay, yeah, so continue with your point. So, yeah, I, I would have happily watched the, a movie of just those guys, like, going yeah. on a quest. That yeah, would have been that fun. Would, that would have been fun. And it would have very much fit into... What's, what's good is when Stephen Chow has, like, little comedic set pieces now like smart and have like an idea and go so, so the blood splitting is very good and it reminds me of like the kung fu hustle knife throwing oh, the scene knife throwing bits so is good. like 
those little moments that he creates, those little scenes are like so good. He lifts up a box of snakes and just throws snakes all over Sing. And Sing's like, come on, man. Um, but yeah, the problem is it's not that. It's not that. So they get attacked again by the pig demon. Um, they use their air-powered doom train to try and run away. And I actually really like this bit, is that like they're going to get crashed into by the pig demon, and then Doa's all like, shoves Chen out of the train, doom train to save him. And then the doom train gets fucking destroyed, and everyone's like, oh my god, I'm so badly hurt. And he runs up and he grabs her, and he's like, oh my god, oh no, she's, say something, oh god. She's like, ah, fucking got you. You do care about me, you fucking little bitch. And he's all like, oh, don't call Chen a little bit. Yeah, but she alone. would, she would. She would, yeah, she but would. I wouldn't. Chen. I know, you, yeah, but I'm not you. I want to take him gently into my just cradle <laughs> into him, my bosom. Just be like, it's okay, buddy. It's okay, Chen. You saved a baby. You did save a baby. Anyway, sorry, yeah. continue. And like, that was also a nice moment. I was just like, yeah, okay. This is still in like the hijinks, kind of like, that's the dynamic that I want for this movie of like, Doa trying to fucking play weird mind games and Chen being like, no. And then eventually they, I know, they come around and like, sort of, he'd learn to see it properly for a person. And like, she'd learn to stop being quite such a fucking ridiculous consent. What? That person, you know, which would be nice. But unfortunately, at that moment, three other random martial arts masters wander into the movie. So we've got Animal Kung Fu guy. Yeah. Big leg. <laughs> The big foot guy. Big foot man. Big foot tiny foot. Yeah, the little wee babby foot that's He's actually... got like a little wee babby foot, but when he wants, he can like just like, change it into a huge giant foot. And the best in, in addition to it... Prince Important. Prince Important, who was great. Or, as introduced in the English dub, he goes, I am Prince Impotent. No, Prince Important. I'm important for my impotence. Yeah, like, he I... gets so confused between... And he's got a group of shitty grandmas who he dragooned into being his flower girls who are like, are you going to pay us? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to fucking pay. Stop throwing the petals. When do you, what, do you say, don't you need to cough? He's like, yeah. Like, what, does that mean you want us to stop or do you want us to start? You weren't very clear. Like, that was, that was a nice little comedic bit. Yeah. And I'm like, that's also fine. Unfortunately, Chen just goes, fuck all of you, I'm leaving. And just... Fucks off on a journey. Yeah, he does the one bad thing where he almost like he almost hits, slaps Doa. He almost slaps Doa because just because she, she tore up his book of nursery rhymes. Yeah, and it was like, oh, yeah. Chen, Chen, buddy. I know you've had a you've had a rough. He didn't do hours. it, but also just the yeah. friend is bad. Bad move, Chen. I mean, during during this this you know apparently twenty four hour period, he fought a water demon which ate like quite a few people, including a mother and child. Mm. Um, he had a big cry about that he then like fought a pig demon um, and was unsuccessful in killing it he then got like fucking gaslit into almost having sex with a lady in a glade in front of her gang then he got pushed out of a train thought that she was dead turns out she wasn't and then he she tears up his lovely book of nursery rhymes that you know he was he, his whole reason for being a demon hunter so I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not endorsing like the fucking, he might slap her, but I'm like, he'd been pushed a long way. I don't want to judge Chen's character based on this one, this one moment of weakness, which I'm like, hey man. Yeah, I, I think it's more me just saying like, sometimes Stephen Chow doesn't, um. He's quite happy with throwing some punches at women. Yeah. Not in like, a, oh, that sounds bad. Oh. 
Jesus. He's very equal opportunity in his slapstick. No, I was more saying, like, sometimes he doesn't quite... No, like, when, when, like, there's moments in, like, Stephen Chow films where, like, women get hit because they're fighting and stuff. Yeah. But that was very much a different moment. That's of, like, part of, like... An emotional reaction rather right, than right, right, a right. fighty fight slapstick thing. Yeah. And at least like, everyone reacts to kind of like, oh, Yeah. And, yeah, I guess it's more me alluding to, like, sometimes Stephen Chow doesn't... Has some problematic moments. He, really? <laughs> you, might, you might say that's a bit bad. You might say he's a bit of a fatphobic, maybe, sometimes. Maybe. Does like to make some fat jokes. He does like to make some fat jokes. He's also got some weird... He's not like... Here's the thing about... How do you... Here's a question for you. How do you okay. feel about Stephen Chow's queer theory as applied to his movies? It's... That's, that's it's a really a, odd question. It is an odd one, because he's... he's he he's often has queer coded or out openly queer characters in his films. Yeah, and he uses them to make jokes, but the jokes aren't always necessarily look being queer is funny. But then again, it sometimes is. Yeah, it's very yeah. Odd. It's it's hit and miss. It's in terms of not being kind of because I I I really like the tailor. Yeah, <laughs> in Kung Fu Hustle. I like Taylor. He's he's really a sweetie. sad when he died. Oh, I know it is really sad when he dies. But also, what's like part of the joke is like, oh look, he's quite effeminate. But also, then he's extremely masculine when he's he all like, whoa, whoa, yeah, yeah, with his ch- ch- and that's so you're supposed to kind of find that funny. But also, it's kind of empowering to be like, oh, look at this. Yeah. He can, he can be very comfortable with himself and be effeminate exactly, and like, you know, yeah. tearful and emotional and all the feminine quote-unquote qualities that go along with that. But yeah. equally, when he needs to put, you know, foot in ass, he can do yeah. that. And, like, even in this film where, like, the tailor, once again, like, yeah. has some troubles with uh, Chen dancing, but then goes, actually, you know what, I'll, I'll go out with you, Prince Important. It's yeah. like, okay, I'll sure. date a man. Like, Why not? And you could take that as like sort of oh it's meant to be funny that this man would want to date a man ah but equally I'm like well no because like I don't think that it, it, it's such a, a throwaway moment that it doesn't feel like it's meant to be necessarily a punchline yeah and it's just sort of like it, I feel I I wouldn't say that Stephen Chow's movies are necessarily homophobic. I would say yeah. that they are sometimes problematic with the ways that they... Like, there's that... You remember the bit with the sequence with the eggs in um, Shaolin Soccer? No, I really don't remember that film at all. Oh, okay. There's a, there's a repeated joke where one of the things that they have to... That they have to get... um, Ah, uh, fuck. Mighty Steel Leg, which is Stephen Chow's okay. character. He has to learn to control his kick power. Okay. So the coach has him, like, um, doing hacky sack with an egg. Okay. To, like, you know, learn to control his power. Because if you can't do it without kicking the egg to pieces then he can't do it and the thing is that his um his brother who's the fat guy who's the fat guy who's in basically every fucking Stephen Chow movie um any he really likes raw eggs so anytime uh Mighty Steel Leg breaks the egg he immediately runs over and tries to eat it so when he goes on his foot he like attacks his foot and starts trying to eat his foot At, at one point he kicks the egg and it goes into the mouth of one of the other like you know, mon- uh, monk brothers, okay. and the fact I just jumps on him and just like oh, on his mouth, and you have him like his hands grasping the grass underneath him, and this kind of oh, it's passionate, and they do that joke twice, and you're just like, all right, all right, this is um, like come on down, it it, it it's 
it's all like, oh, it's funny. It's like they're being romantic. And I'm like, that's not really. It's, I mean, there's a, oh. <sighs> He's an odd We have to talk about the third act, don't we? Where well, the movie you, takes... you, you were kind of talk. I kind of stormrolled with my, like, oh, problematic stuff going on in this film. But you were talking about something about. Yeah, so these three fucking martial arts dudes turn up. And they're all like, nah, we got to beat this pig demon for some reason. Well, it's a pig demon, it's what you're going to do. Chen's all like, fuck it, I'm leaving. You tore up my book. I hate everybody. I'm going to go find the Monkey King to learn how to beat demons in a non-violent way. So he goes on a big walking montage and um, finds his way to Five Element Mountain. He solves a puzzle. We're not fully sure what the puzzle was, but we saw him solve it. Um, And he found the Buddha statue mountains goes into a cave and meets Sun Wukong, the Monkey King, who is fucking crazy because he's been in a cave for 500 years. Yeah. Uh, there's, a, there's a quite enjoyable sequence where he tries to bake, break some bamboo to prove a point, and he can't do it with three pieces, so he does it with one, and then he messes his hand up. He's like, what other what fruit have you got? Give it to me, I'll destroy all of it. And he takes out a fucking... One of those spike fruits? Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't want that. <laughs> like, oh, uh, no, you, you, you said you wanted it. No, that's what I mean. Like, Chen's very, like, kind of that dumb, sweet, like, oh, no, you wanted to break it in front of me. Like, yeah, he's not doing do, it. You don't want to break my like, fruits? Oh, no, you really wanted to do it. Yeah, you said I'm you were going to smash this help. fruit. Come on, here, here's the thing. And basically, they... So, the Sun Wukong is like, hey, the only way to beat the pig demon is to get someone to reenact the dance that his wife came up with to the song that he wrote, and then I'll take care of it. Ambiguous, but you're like, okay. And, um, so then Doa just appears, because why not? And, um, Sun Wukong teaches her to dance. Um, she's still very sweet on Chen. And then they go out, and Chen plays the music with his musical instruments, and she does the dance, and he's like, oh, Like, he sees her, like, you know... Sees in the moonlight. Yeah, he's very taken with her. The pig demon turns up, and it's like, gets turned into a, gets turned into a piglet by Sun Wukong. And and the, here's the problem: is that like, Doa's all like, "Hey, marry me," and Chen's like, "No," and then she's like, oh, "Jokes, I put my my magical shape changing ring weapon on your finger." It can't be removed. It burrows into your flesh and now it's on you forever. So we're married. And then he goes to chop his own finger off. And she's like, all right, fine. Jeez. Okay. I'll just go. Whatever, man. And she leaves. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe he's going to like, you know, go and figure out his shit. No. He acts then on the pleading of Sun Wukong, plucks the lotus flower from the mouth of the cave, which was the actual seal that was keeping him in the cave. And then the movie dissolves into a fucking dumb fight scene. Yes. For a while. A long, long while. Where he tears out all of Chen's beautiful hair, which was, yes. let's be honest, one of the biggest tragedies of the movie. Um, he fucking kills the shit out of the other three martial artists who appeared to try and fight him. Like, in elaborate ways. Uh, the, the, all the four grannies run away, which I liked. And then he's going to go and kill Chen, who's still praying to Buddha. And Doa turns up, and yeah, she tries to defend Chen. Monkey King is having none of that shit. 
And he breaks her arm, and she's like, I don't give a shit. She tries to kick him, he breaks her leg. It's quite graphic. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we, it, it, this is the thing. Stephen Chow movies have a habit of sometimes taking a wild, hard, right-angle turn from fun, goofy comedy shenanigans into, like, but no, people are fucking getting hard-ass murdered right now. Like, yeah. it's unpleasant, you know, how these people are getting wrecked up so bad. And and then Chen, like, channels the power of Buddha, summons a big Buddha mountain, the Monkey King smashes the mountain, turns out that was not the thing, it was actually, like, Space Buddha, who Buddhist palms the fuck out of the continent, I can, I can only assume. Yeah. And then he puts the shape-changing ring, which... Do, right, which is... So, yeah, wait. Did, well, did, as did you, you yeah, sorry, up... yeah. Doa, Doa is dying. Yeah. And before... Um, Chen achieves enlightenment to summon Buddha, sorry. Um, she says, do you love me? And he's all like, yes. And we're like, why? What? Because she's dying? What? This doesn't feel like a logical conclusion to the interaction between these two characters, but go off. And she's like, how long will you love me? And he goes, I'll love you for a thousand years. No, ten thousand years. And she says, in a think arguably best line of the fucking movie. Best line. Don't love me for 10,000 years. Just love me now. Oh, it's a good line. It's a fucking great line. It's a shame that the, the arcs didn't really... Yeah. Didn't like, really earn it. It was a good movie in here. I feel like... But, yeah, more importantly... She puts the ring on his finger. He gets enlightenment. He becomes... He's able to no. channel... Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, she, yeah. She dies. Yeah. In his arms. He's very sad. Monkey King picks her up. Throws her corpse into the sky where she explodes. Yeah. He, like, fucking nukes the shit out of her. Um, sure. It, it was... <laughs> a great way to undercut that tragedy with something really weird, because it isn't funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's quite grim. It's really grim. Yeah. Anyway, he gains enlightenment because he's felt the mass of pain yeah, he understands what love is now that he understands what loss is or something. Yeah. He summons Space Buddha and Space Buddha slaps the shit out of Monkey King. And they go into like a weird fucking forest dimension where um, Chen puts the shape-changing ring into a crown. It's the Ryu Jingi band, for those of you who know the um, Journeys to the West mythology. Which basically, in the book, um, the way that they decided to control Sun Wukong is they put the band on his head. And any time he would misbehave, the band tightens oh. and causes him pain, so it keeps him in line. Oh, and that's, you know... See, the thing is, Chen was not the person who put that on his head. Buddha was. But, you know, we're playing a lot. And then, so basically, we're nearly at the end of the movie. Um, he goes back to his master. The master's like, well, Chen, what did you learn? And he's like, well, the great love's important, but it's only through loss that you can learn. He goes... Cool, do you know how to save humanity? He says, yes, it's in the books in India. He says, cool. Camera pans over, revealing human form of the water demon, human form of the pig demon, the Sun Wukong, the monkey king. He says, these are your boys. Go have a journey, perhaps to the west. <laughs> and they walk off into the fucking sunset, and Chen looks over and sees Doa's face in the wind. Uh, it was a prequel. It was an origin story. Is, I was like, this is not what I wanted this movie to be. Rather than being a, an actual self-contained, complete arc for these characters, it's all set up. 
It's all jimmying you up to sort of... set up to a sequel that did, did not, not happen. happen. No, no closure. Fuck this, just... It's oh. like World of Warcraft all over again. Oh, is that what happens in World of Warcraft movie? Is it all set up? It's all set up, that movie. Ah, oh, um, Does it end with a subscribe now to see the ending <laughs> at worldwarcraft.com? No, it, it ends with a time card saying, We are Blizzard made a mistake. We shouldn't have hired Duncan ah. Jones. Oh. But I, I, I like World of Warcraft. I like... I liked it. Well, in a weird way. Anyway. Journey to the West. Yeah. So. Fucking no. Here's the thing that happened in Journey to the West. Yeah. Um, which would lead into my point is that during the final battle scenes in the third act, they use music oh, from God. Kung Fu Hustle. They do. And it's like, oh, that's that music from Kung Fu Hustle. It's a really from... good track. It's a great track. Like, it's arguably the best track on the Kung Fu, sound, uh, Kung Fu Hustle soundtrack. However, you can't just throw that in. Especially if you're Stephen Chow. Yeah. And, like, people are going to go, oh, that's from your masterpiece, Kung Fu Hustle. The one that everyone really likes. The one that literally put you on the map in the, on the world stage. As, uh, yeah, on the world stage. And as a director, I guess. Yeah. Well, as a big... Because here's the thing. Okay, Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle is a brilliant film. It's fucking that great. That has a very tight story and has multiple characters but knows how to introduce them and get rid of them and build up this growing threat and war, war going on. Yeah. And has a character arc for all, most of the characters. Yeah. Excellent stuff. And also, unlike which Journey to the West doesn't have. And unlike Journey to the West, it also has no problems with tone. Because what it smartly does is get, it introduces kind of the serious thing yep. straight away. Yep. Of like, here's the kind the of axe, axe gang. gang. Yeah. And then, so as the axe gang... Throughout the film, get more and more dishevelled and sweaty and like less clothes and, and beaten more. Up by stuff. Yeah, yeah, it it becomes funnier and is All the different funny characters get introduced into the vast serious world. Yeah, and equally you have a character like the Beast. Yeah. Where the Beast is, you know, the most dangerous martial arts killer who lives in the asylum in a room full of blood. <laughs> and he's a, but the the twist on that is he's just a dude. He's wearing some flip flops. He's like, yeah, what? <laughs> It knows how to, it has a perfect balance of tone, and the tone doesn't wildly flip, because yeah. it's always kind of cartoonish, but also serious at the yeah. same time. Yeah, it's like there are real stakes in this yeah. world, and the comedy is still a part of that. The world is serious, but it uses cartoon logic. Is That's a very good way to describe it. But this, movie... this film <laughs> sometimes uses funny bits sometimes it then just goes by the way ev everyone dies and it's really horrible and you're it's, like oh god it's really grim like the way that some people die this is fucking grim like fuck it the, the big foot guy he goes to stamp on the monkey king and monkey king just goes Meh, and punches a giant fucking hole in his giant foot and then yells at him and burns him to a skeleton, who, which is then obliterated. No, that's what he does to um, No, he does it both at the same time. Oh, he does it to... Yeah, he yeah does Prince Important yeah. also gets the, the yell burn into a skeleton thing. Jesus. And the way he takes Dara to pieces was genuinely really upsetting. Like, yeah. Even though she's kind of, like, a bit messed up, I liked Doa as a character. Like, she's literally the foil. She's, you know, the second, you know, lead supporting actor in the, in the piece... And she gets fucking taken to pieces and then exploded. And I'm just like, Stephen, what happened? Did you have a bad day? 
You can't spend, like, most of the movie building up the relationship between these two characters. Just, it's... Not really building, just repeating the same thing over and over again. Kind of. I mean, I want to, like... I think, like, this is the thing. This is why I think that the pivotal scene with the Doom Train is where it lost its way. Yeah. Because I think if you'd kept on the tracks that that was on... (laughs) <laughs> the tracks of the same train. Yeah, you like that? You like yeah, that? I saw it. A little bit of train-based humor. Um, <laughs> if you if you kept on that particular route of where those characters were going at that point, like Chen is very naive, but he's gonna hang out with some sort of like quasi street smart like grifters, and they're gonna help him learn a thing or two about the world. And equally, Doa is gonna learn to respect Chen's boundaries. And, like, actually, he's going to come to appreciate her for who she really is, rather than her just throwing at herself at him like a fucking mad person. Yes. We didn't get that, because no. the movie goes off in a fucking stupid different direction. And I know it's... I, I'm going to say up front, I know it's not necessarily fair to judge a movie on what we want it to be, rather than what it was. But, equally, that would have been much better and more engaging Maybe a bit less fun. You could have done comedy because you had a fucking you had a troupe of comedy actors being a bunch of comic relief comedy people. Comedy, just ah. Uh. Yeah, now th- th- those comedy people would have been excellent, and yeah. they could have had some fun like more blood man. And they could have died kind of you. You could have built up those characters, have them like, and then them die kind of slowly one by one, and oh, then they really been... emotionally. Like, oh, this is really sad. And yeah. not like, oh, this is sad and grim and why, where does this come from? But like, oh, this film built up these characters to make you feel... Yeah. Imagine when Bloodman actually... If Bloodman, like, actually had all his blood come out and you're like, oh, oh no. no. And then it finally stopped and you're like, oh, no. He's actually dead. He's dead, Bloodman. Oh, that would be great. That would have been beautiful. Or if Taylor is like, you know, he's like, I've been exploring my sexuality and I'm finding a new lease on life. Oh, no, I'm dying. Oh, no, that would have been... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been sad. This is the thing, I think this was, this movie was funny in places, but it it was really kind of a downer. Yes. This is the thing, I came out of, there were bits that really made me laugh. There were a lot of really good moments and a lot of really good performances. I feel like Chen and Doa both did a really good job with the characters that they had. But at the same time, I came out of this just like a bit miserable. I was like, I didn't, not that just because I didn't really enjoy the back half, the back third of the movie, but also because, like, it's really quite grim. Yeah. Like, Buddhism is full of, like, the whole, like, you know, you must give up everything in the pursuit of enlightenment. You know, that's, like, one of the, some of the tenements of the actual religious system. But at the same time, man, that doesn't make for a fun comedy movie. Nah. I feel like, yeah, that's the problem. Like, much like... CJ17, whatever it's called. That film is a bunch of stuff put together that doesn't mesh together in a kind of normal film feature length running, running time. It doesn't yeah. quite work. Unlike CJ17, this film had funny scenes and sometimes almost like, oh, like the line of Doa saying, oh, don't love me for 10,000 years, love me now. Yeah. That's a great line. It's a great line. There's, there's good moments in this film that don't go together because 
the film as a whole hasn't worked out its rules and its tone yeah. and its style. Critically, it's tone. Critically, like, that's, it's tone. The, that's the thing that's really letting it down. CJ17 has that, but doesn't have... The scenes aren't funny and the scenes aren't <laughs> dramatic enough. So Look at know. Stephen Chow with the CGI alien! Yeah. <laughs> um, it turned into a squid or something! <laughs> this is more of a film you'd want to watch on YouTube. As in, just watch like clips of from like the ten clips from movie clips. Go, oh, that film does look good. Yeah, and then not watch. Yeah, the whole film. Put you together. might have the sort of thing of like, man, clip ten really seems to be like a different <laughs> fucking movie. That's a bit weird. Um, you know, but just. But clip ten, you might go, oh wow, they must have done some really great character building to get to that point. <laughs> get to the point where like but they did it. Yeah. But. It, it's just one of those things that I'm just, and also like the drive to try and make it a franchise that yeah. didn't need to be this and, I mean here's the thing we, we, you mentioned to me while we were watching the movie um, the not very good Jackie Chan and Jet Li collaboration piece <laughs> Forbidden Kingdom Yes. Forbidden Kingdom's a fucking that. trash movie. It's a really bad film. It's bad. And everyone was like, oh, Jet Li and Jackie Chan in the same movie. It's gonna be great. Well, that was the big marketing thing of like... Yeah. And then you're like, oh, and now there's also this white kid who does just out of nowhere. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I didn't understand the rationale for it, on any level of them putting that dude in the film. Because I'm like, okay, okay. Everyone knows who Jackie Chan is. Everyone knows who Jet Li is. Arguably, they are the two, at the time, biggest Chinese film, well, kung fu movie film stars in the world. Yes. Like, they are, well, Jackie Chan... International superstars. Oh, yeah, Jackie Chan is literally, like, almost a fucking shorthand for kung fu movies. He was like, oh, Jackie Chan movies. He's a genre-creating fucking genius. Yes. You know. And Jet Li managed to, in many ways, quite impressively, come out in, um, from under that shadow and actually establish his own brand in the West as well. You have them. You don't need fucking John Nobody, white boy, to be the viewpoint character. What? No, I don't want that. I want to watch Jackie fucking Chan and Jet Li. That's yeah. what I want. That's why that, I bought a ticket. I saw that movie in the cinema when it came out because I was excited by the prospect of Jackie Chan and Jet Li being in the same movie. And there's that one scene where they have a fight and it's kind of cool. And then the rest of the movie, both before it and after it, is fucking garbage. It's cool, but neither of them win because contracts. Yeah, yeah, you can't, like, you can't show one of them to be superior to the other. That's why I like watching Jackie Chan films in that certain times... So you know the Tony Joe essay where talking about Jack Chan films and yeah. it's like Donnie Yen gets blown up with a firework yeah. and they, they go, oh, come on. Yeah. But it's like, actually, I think that's probably, probably because in the contract, Donnie Yen's all right. can't be beaten by someone. <laughs> like, a hand-to-hand -hand combat. So there's probably like, where you have to be the beat because you're the villain. <laughs> and I feel like there's, there's a lot of that interesting stuff of in, in that I, world. I feel I I feel I don't feel that's like a, I don't think that's necessarily in um I think that's a Western cinema thing. Okay. I, I, but because I, but it, I also but like in the Forbidden Kingdom, yeah. they they're not allowed to beat each other because Jet Li can't admit Jackie Chan's better than him and Jackie Chan can't admit Jet Li's better than him. Yeah. Because that would 
take away some. Have you seen? I'm sorry, just off topic. Have you seen what's happened to Jet Li recently? What's happened to Jet Li? He got really sick. Oh shit. He's like, I, I can't remember what it is, but he. Had... You're, you're wildly changing the tone of this podcast. I mean, it's already like just like the film. <laughs> yeah, just like the I... film. I know. But, uh... <laughs> um, no, it's like a genuine thing. Like, um, even though he's comparatively youngish, yeah. like, well, he's not young so much anymore. But like he got like a degenerative condition thing, and he's like he looks fucking oh, damn. much older, and like he's had to like stop acting and stuff like that just because he can't do oh, it anymore. Shit, that's really sad. It is oh. sad, and I'm just like, oh man, <sighs> you know, and I, I'm I'm honestly just like the thing with the whole Donnie Yen thing. Like one of the things that Tony Joe makes the good point is that like Jackie Chan always fights at a disadvantage in his own yes. movies, which is great. Man, I just want to watch Jackie Chan films. Jackie Chan films are great. Yeah. Or like you know, I, I you know what I'd like to see well like what I would have liked to have seen at a time when Jackie Chan was still young and yeah. could like do it properly. I would have loved to have seen a young Jackie Chan and um, Stephen Chow working together. I think I think it would be weird. Jackie Chan does make a cameo in a Stephen Chow film. Really? Yes. What? I don't remember which one. I think it might be the God of Cookery, <laughs> but I'm not too sure. Okay. Um, oh, I'm have to look into but that, that. But that's a cameo, so it's not it's not really working together. Yeah. I think Jerry Chan might appear like as himself or something, like as a celebrity. Like, oh hello. Something. Yeah, something I'm like that. Jackie Chan. Um right. wildly off topic. Yes. So Jackie Chan's great. Jackie, Jackie Chan, Chan is how great. Do tone. Yeah. He, he he knows how to do serious and comedy. All if you were one. gonna take anything from this podcast, just go watch some Jackie Chan movies. Or Kung Fu Hustle. Or Kung Fu Hustle. One Kung Fu Hustle's great fun, you know. Um but like, Rumble in the Bronx, fucking Who Am I, Mr. Nobody, fucking... Oh, really good films. All really good films. Like, Meals on Wheels, like, Ace. It's all really good. Um, anyway, so Shay, do you have anything else to say about Forbidden Kingdom? <laughs> Wait, Forbidden No, Kingdom. not Forbidden Kingdom. Uh, Judges of the West. <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other... We're not... Yeah, I'm just going to say up front, we're never doing it. No, we're never going to watch I don't that. I that movie. That movie I've sucks. I've seen that film twice, so I don't need it. That's more than I've... I saw it once in the cinema and was... Ang- I walked out going, that was fucking bullshit. I, w- I watched it when I was a young kid, and I liked it because Jack Chan was in it, and then I watched it when I was older. I was like, oh, this is a bad film. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> I was like, what? When that movie came out, I was like, what, 15 or something like that? Old enough to... I was like, well, I'm younger than you. Yeah, I'm, I'm like four years older than you, so... I was like 11 or 12. Okay, I yeah, so, 12 I, so I was like... DVD. Yeah, I was like 15, 16 or something like that. Um, I saw it in the cinema. I just, I watched it and I came out and I saw it with some friends and they were all like, oh, it's kind of okay. I was like, that was fucking bullshit. Like, I was really cross. I think I remember going home and I was like, did you enjoy that? I was like, no! I didn't! It was bullshit! Um, like, who, I even remember saying, who the fuck was that guy? I don't know who he was, but I hope he went on to have no career. <laughs> he does look familiar, that guy. I remember him. Name's fucking like Chad Broman Worthington Jones. Uh, he's not a Chad. The whole point of the film is that he's not a Chad. <laughs> oh, is he a beta cuck? He's, he's a beta and he learns <laughs> to be a Chad. But do you not know the arc of that film? It's like a shit version of Bulletproof Monk. That's what it is. Now that's a film. That's a fucking great movie. Sh- Sean William Scott learns to do Kung Fu by watching Kung Fu movies. Why do hot dogs come in packages of ten while hot dog buns come in packages of just eight? What's it? Wait, I don't, I don't know this quote. It's what from Bulletproof Monk. Why are you doing racist accents? That's, that's how Chow Fat says it. Oh, uh, okay. I, I, the reason I know it sounds like that is for a period in university, a friend of mine had that as his message alert on his phone. 
Because we used to get stoned and watch Bulletproof Monkey every so often. It's fucking great. Um, but that's the meaning of life. And <laughs> okay. Yeah, like that, do you not remember this from the movie? No, I don't oh, remember. Oh man, this. it's like he. It, was, it used to play on E4 a lot. <laughs> and I used to just watch it. No, Chariot Fat takes Sean William Scott under his wing and he's like, Are you going to teach me stuff like the meaning of life? He goes, Ah, oh, yes, the meaning of life. Why do hot dogs come in packages of ten while hot dog buns come in packages of just eight? And Sean's going like, what? Like, market forces? What? Like, what? And at the end of the movie, he asks this question. He, said, and he goes, it doesn't matter. Just be happy with what you have. And, and Charlie Fat's like, ah, you got it. That's the meaning of life. And I'm like, that's bullshit movie. <laughs> On the upside, that movie does have, like, magical kung fu Nazis. So, yeah, it's, it's great. All right, so back to Forbidden... No, <laughs> Journey to the West. Journey to the West. This movie was poof. I didn't like it. I mean, it was... The thing that bothered me more about it, it wasn't this movie was bad, it's that there was clearly a good movie in there. And I annoyed at, Steve, at writer, director, producer Stephen Chow for not doing a better job. I'm like, yeah. I know you're capable of better than this. this but remind, I also know he's capable of worse. This reminded me of, like, uh, there's, a, there's a kung fu movie called Flying Swords of Dragon Gate. Okay, yeah. Which is similarly a bunch of bullshit. And it's just like the tone's all over the place. Characters are just introduced for no reason. The plot is nonsensical. Someone's head gets chopped off and ends up in a box, and you're like, "What the fuck is happening?" You know, great. It's that kind of thing. You're just like, you can't just. This is very style over substance. Yes. But the problem is, there's just enough substance to make you think it's real, and then you're like, "No, nah, it's not real." Can I push you, Shay, for a final thought? Yeah, I have nothing pithy to say. Like it's. Um, Chen, Chen's, I've got, I've got first for him, but I don't. No have, first for this movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, the movie is much like a water demon, and it sucked. <laughs> oh, hydration! I, I haven't, I've never can't think of anything pithy. It's, it's a bad movie. Bad movie. Are you, are you the king of meat? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, okay, yeah, it's a bad. It's not good, Stephen. I love you, buddy, but. You're really... Have we talked for 55 minutes nearly? We've been on a lot of tangents. Oh, Jesus. We need to stop doing the long casts. That's our problem. Uh, my final thought is, don't watch this. Watch other movies. That's a better <laughs> choice. This will go up at some point. Bye. I need to get a sign off, but I don't have one. Ha ha!